Welcome to I Testify Conversation Station. Hi, I'm Ishana. This is I Testify, and you're listening to the Conversation Station. Available on all podcast platforms. Our quote for today, the desperate need today is not a greater number of intelligent people or gifted people, but for deep people by Richard J. Foster. Welcome back to another episode of I Testify Conversation Station. I'm your boy, Eugene, and our, today our topic is spiritual discipline. Now, before I get into talking about the, ep- the title of the episode, I just wanted to introduce our special guest for today, and he's going to introduce himself. Take it away. Sure. Thanks a lot, Eugene. Uh, my name is Thomas Kambadzi, and uh, a few things I'm involved with is uh, really living y- young adults. I'm involved there as a co-lead. Uh, a few other things that I, I dabble with, including a podcast called The Upstander Podcast. And also I'm the general VP for a ministry called The Great Network in Canada, which is a network for business professionals who are Christians. Oh, that is actually, that's actually great to hear because um, funny thing is we had Richard Green on here too, who's a uh, part of the Upstanding Podcast and we're great to have both of you. And actually we did an episode with him not too long ago, cool. uh, but yeah, like that conversation was so deep, but cool. <laughs> we'll get into that one a little bit later. But um, for today, our topic is spiritual disciplines. And when we get into spiritual disciplines, we're mainly talking about the mainly talking about the the works that we're going to be the works that we do as disciplines right because when it gets down to knowing exactly how to be a person of the faith and be in your own spiritual life these are the disciplines that we get into right so just jumping right straight into it our first question is what are spiritual disciplines what do you think are spiritual disciplines, Thomas? Give me a, give me a, just give me just a, just an idea of what spiritual disciplines mean to you. So um, it kind of took me a while to kind of grapple with the whole concept of spiritual disciplines, and when I thought about it and I tried to simplify it, I like to simplify things. I thought of it as these are the habits or the practices that you practice on a day to day basis mm-hmm. uh, in your spiritual walk, in your walk with God. So. Um, yeah, I, I think of them as habits. Mm-hmm. Habits. No, 100%. Yes, we think of them as habits because it's something, these are the things that, these are things that uh, we do, uh, these are the things that we do on our, basically on our daily basis. So these spiritual disciplines are, are written down as, uh, today I actually picked five of them. So we have meditation as one of our spiritual discipline. We have giving thanks. We also have prayer. We also have giving. And we also have serving. So with all these spiritual different disciplines, they all come into play when it comes down to, uh, come down into play as what your spiritual walk is within the Christian, in Christianity or whatever it is that you're doing because these spiritual disciplines, they go into literally everything in our lives, right? So when we touch on them, it's not just going into them just to be like, okay, you're going to meditate just to just to meditate. No, you're going to give thanks. No, you're going to give thanks. You're going to meditate for the things that have been happening in your life, right? So when you look at them, it's like like actually look at what look look at what they actually bring into you, what they can do for you and how they can humble you and how they can make you make you think in a bigger way that it's not just me. 
there's other things around me that are going on and I have to meditate, I have to give thanks, I have to serve, I have to pray, right? So going into it, just jumping right in, our first one is meditation, right? Mm -hmm. Meditation, we know that we talk about yoga, we talk about, I don't know, uh, incense, we talk Mm -hmm. about stuff like that when you think about meditation. But when we actually get into it, meditation is something where you kind of like sit back and kind of reflect uh-huh. on things that have either happened in your past uh-huh. or things that are gonna or things that are happening right now in the present and trying to look for look forward into the future wouldn't you say yeah i'll definitely say that i mm. definitely agree to that yeah <laughs> and another twist also on, on a uh, meditation is also within the context of meditation mm-hmm. is uh it's more so uh an experience where you're uh, thinking a little bit more deeper about you know scripture and exactly. about why mm-hmm. those things mean, what it means to you personally and not mm-hmm. just as philosophical concept exactly 100 percent. and uh one of our scriptures on meditation for today is taken from jeremiah 15 verse 16 um and it reads your words were found and i ate them and your word and your words became became to me a joy and a delight in my heart for I am called by your name, O Lord, God of hosts. It's like, I don't know. To me, uh, <laughs> like to me, that kind of hits me for a little bit. Uh, uh-huh. Your words were found. Uh-huh. Like, every, like his words were literally found, and they were and they were preached upon to us, and we took them in. Uh-huh. Right? We're supposed to take them. We're supposed to ingest them. We're supposed to eat them, consume. Uh-huh. Right? And what's the word meditate on them right (laughs) right you take those words you meditate on them you literally have to sit down and think about what these words are saying and how they pertain to your life right so going into it it's not like you just you just you just hear the we don't just come to church and you just hear the word yeah no it's like you gotta come and you sit down you reflect you you meditate on the words you consume them and ask yourself are these words what are these words working for me how do they pertain to me Right. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And you, you see, even in in the text that you referenced to, uh, it talks about I ate them. And when you look at the biological process of eating, mm-hmm. when you put stuff uh, food into your mouth, you know it goes through the process of like mechanically, you know, breaking it down with your teeth, mm-hmm. and also a little bit of some amulets there breaking it down. Come on, but as this it goes down, <laughs> <to us right now. laughs> as it goes down, you know, your tracks, you know, es- yeah. esophagus up to the stomach, even goes even to a, a, another process of being further broken down. Mm-hmm. There, you now have chemicals, you now have uh, you know hydrochloride, you now have your enzymes. Okay, okay. You you know protein enzymes and it goes gets even being broken down into smaller particles until when it gets to your intestines it's now into like like very the smallest particles you can get into and then it gets absorbed at that point and i really think about it also in the context of like you know our spirituality sometimes uh we go over bible texts and Sometimes we just gloss over, but God wants us to like, just like, you know, Jeremiah ate the text ate and the text, to really yep. go deep and like see how it really relates to, to, our, to, our, to ourselves and mm. not just as philosophical concepts where, 
you think about how oh, God loves us, God loves the world so that He gave His only Son. But when Amen. you really go down deep and meditate, like ah, God actually just love me, mm-hmm. like me, Thomas. <laughs> yes, you brother. You know? That's uh, yo man. Everything that you're saying is like 100 on point because even with the the chem- the what's called the chemistry analogies, yeah. wow. Yeah. I mean, I couldn't have said it better myself. Yeah. That actually brings us to a great segue into our second point. And if you could, if you could touch on our second point, which is, uh, which is giving thanks, could you just touch on that for us a little bit? Sure. Um, I'll first touch on that point by uh, reading a text which comes from Thessalonians five verse eighteen, mm-hmm. and the text reads, "Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God uh, in Christ Jesus for you." And it's very interesting that it says in all circumstances mm-hmm. because there are a lot of times I don't want to give thanks. You know, all the <laughs> stuff happens. You don't want to give thanks. You don't. Um, you don't go to a funeral and people are giving thanks. I know nah, we think a, a lot of this happens. It's a little dead. <laughs> no pun intended. You know. But uh, what I've learned is um, I took a little bit of some uh, psychology classes back in school, and one of the things I learned is that, like on average, we have about between 12,000 to 60,000 thoughts in a day. And what research shows is that uh, at least 70 to 80% of those thoughts are negative. Wow. And uh, what they also see is that 95% of your your thoughts are repetitive from day to day. So Mm. you have 95% of your thoughts being repeated in your mind, in your subconscious mind, and you have 70 to 80% of those thoughts being negative. Uh, They call the phenomenon the negative dominance. So Wow. Okay. Literally, um, we have, by default, we are prone to have negative thinking. Mm-hmm. And so God here is like, I want to elevate your experience of being a Christian. I don't want like moody Christian. I don't want like unhappy Christians. <laughs> I want people to see Christianity as something different that elevates their mood, elevates their happiness. Mm-hmm. And so um, when you come back to giving thanks, I, I, I think giving thanks is the idea of being always positive minded yes. because when you're being told to give thanks in all circumstances, what God is actually saying is that like, hey, you know what? Even in a situation which is messed up or in a situation which is not the most ideal, in a situation where things, are, everything that could go wrong is going wrong, mm-hmm. I still want you to be able to give thanks. And for mm-hmm. you to give thanks... When things are wrong, then you have to stay, take a step back and be like, okay, how do I approach the situation with a positive mind mind frame? What are you doing? You're meditating. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it touches onto the first. It touches onto everything. Like, 100%. Like, wow. I, <laughs> I never even thought about, like, yeah. the, the fact, that the one point that you said that most, or like, you said 95% of our thoughts are negative also 70 to 80 of our thoughts are negative but then from a day-to-day perspective we uh, repeat 95 percent of our thoughts in our subconscious Uh mind and that that to me is just phenomenal like just the way how our mind works like we still like even today we still don't understand like a hundred percent of what our brain does right but then even just hearing that it's just like we have to give thanks for the life that we're that we're given. Like exactly. I wake up every day and I'm thinking to myself, "Wow, I'm I'm breathing today." Exactly. You know, like exactly. I gotta give thanks for that. Exactly. I gotta give thanks for the family that I have, exactly. the people that are around me, the the team that even helps out with this whole this whole production that we got on right here. Just even for you coming here exactly. and 
hundred percent. I I give thanks for that because exactly. we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for our one true God, right? Exactly. So when, especially when we look into that, like wow, I never even thought of it like that. My goodness, exactly. you've opened my eyes, man. <laughs> you've opened my eyes. Trust, oh yeah. man. Yeah. Um. No. So like even like. Jeez, <laughs> I'm kind of <laughs> couldn't fathom, yeah, <laughs> couldn't yeah, fathom a little bit. Yeah. But no, um, hundred percent. Like with all of that being said, I mean the best like giving thanks has never been more needed. Exactly. In a, than the time like we are right now, exactly. they are going through COVID and everything. People are dying. The, exactly. Our statistics are going up and everything. Like cases exactly. are just sky skyrocketing. And literally, I think about what it was this this past week. Yeah. We had our record. I think our record high. Yeah. I think so. Like nine hundred, I believe. Exactly. For, for yeah, for the week. I mean, not for like the whole month or anything like that. But it's kind of crazy how everything is going down, and we we all gotta kind of take back, sit back, and actually take a step back and just think about what it is that we are what it is that we are thankful for and what we and what we can achieve th- from that giving thanks exactly. and i mean one way we can always do that is prayer exactly. right when we look at prayer we should look at it as something that we can one commune with god it's exactly. our lifeline it's our it's our literally our speed dial on exactly. our speed dial as we should always have and um one thing that i would say about prayer is that we always we need it Exactly. No matter what situation, be that it's a good situation, bad situation, yeah. prayer is one thing that can never go wrong with. Exactly. Just in that in that point moment, like I know I used to every time I pray when I go over to a photo shoot or have a uh-huh. test that I gotta uh-huh. do, I'm like, dear God, I pray that <laughs> this photo shoot goes properly and nothing goes wrong. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So with all of that, just knowing in prayer, could you could you and kinda like give us an idea of what prayer is to you? Uh, to me, it's uh, the idea of just, you know, connecting, staying connected with God. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, a lot of people, when they think about prayer, they think of it as the ritual of, you know, folding your hands, you know, doing this, when yes. you pray for your food. It's like the routine. It's like... Whatever. <laughs> but uh, re- really, uh, in a very basic form, prayer is connecting with God, you know, uh, through your thoughts. And uh, so... For me, what it looks like when I'm praying, it's like, you know, there's the formal praying when you're praying for your food. Mm-hmm. Um, there is the formal praying when you're, you know, just about to sleep. But for me, prayer is that um, mental connection with God where even if you're working and, you know, you don't have the opportunity to like formally pray, how we understand prayer to be, it's like in your thoughts, you're connecting with God, like, hey, God, so I'm just about to do this. Or you're in a, you know, a business meeting, you're like, okay, God, this is what we're going to do at the end of this meeting. I'm hoping this will happen. Yeah. And you're really connecting in the moment. And, you know, if it's in a test, you're a student and you becomes a situation you're writing an exam you have no clue what the question is asking just like god you know you gotta show up now (laughs) it's that mental conversation that you have with god Mm -hmm. and it doesn't have to be it's not limited by anything um even if you're in the washroom there are certain times i'm sitting on the in the washroom there i don't know if this feels okay but god i just want to connect with you right now Hey man, it's yeah. been said that yeah. most people come up with their best ideas on the toilet. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. As, as ironic as that is, yeah. it's very true. And I just wanted to read a passage from um, from Romans twelve verse twelve, and it's and it reads: Rejoice in hope, mm-hmm. be patient in tribulation, 
be consistent in prayer. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that that's just that's just a that's just touching that's just touching the service to be yeah. honest. Like yeah. just rejoice in the in the hope that you know you can pray. Exactly. You can pray, I mean. Exactly. <laughs> right. And be patient in tribulation because whenever anything's going wrong, you know that if I get down on my knees and pray, I know that God is listening. Exactly. No matter what it is. Exactly. Be that it may be like in a like you're you just got in a car accident or something small like you just stubbed your toe uh-huh. right something like that on its own it's like as no it doesn't matter how big or how small it is god will still hear you out like exactly. right and exactly. also be consistent in prayer exactly like pray every day exactly. as much as you can if you're just starting out pray uh-huh. once or twice pray once or twice you know pray for your food pray for pray for the little things that are going on in your life just so that you can create that uh, consistency within yourself i mean without that it's kind of it's kind of like <laughs> it's kind of like saying oh no i'm not gonna do this but you know if you do do it you feel good i'm not gonna lie like sometimes when i pray i'm like oh wow yeah. it's got like a weight lifted off of me a little yeah. bit yeah you know yeah. um there's also another passage i like to read which is also in philippians 4 verse 6 it says uh do not be anxious about anything but in everything by prayer and speculation with thanksgiving let your request be made known to god that's right that's right, right. that's right like just make it known exactly like just talk to him exactly. it doesn't have to be or as organic as it can be that's all you really need like exactly. sometimes I, I remember one of our um one of my one of my friends actually the way how she prays is literally hey dad How's it going? Mm -hmm. Like, this is what's going on. Like, it's just literally a conversation. It's nothing that, like, of course, we go back to the the times when Jesus was there, our Father who art in heaven. But even that on its own, that that just shows you, like, it doesn't have to be anything formal for, and it has to be like, you got to get on your knees and pray. No, pray pray where you are, right? Take a stand, get down on your knees, close your eyes, and just be be at one be in commune with god you know that's right that's right that's so right and hey it's it's literally what you got to do <laughs> it's exactly. literally what you got to do if you're if i know that for myself i gotta i gotta maybe sit down wherever i'm doing sitting on a computer i know that i can take a moment and just pray exactly right? exactly it's amazing what prayer can do for you <laughs> exactly exactly Right, that kind of leads me leads us into our second. I mean, not our second, but like our third discipline, right? Which is giving, giving, not giving, giving, giving. <laughs> <laughs> giving. Thomas, could yeah. you uh, could you kind of touch upon that just a little bit? Sure, sure. And uh, I'll start off with like you know this uh, Texas First Corinthians sixteen verse two. Mm-hmm. It talks about uh, on the first day of every week, each of you is to put aside. And um, put something aside and to store it up as uh, he may prosper so that there may be no collecting when I come. Mm. So pretty much here Paul is talking to with the church and be like, you know what? Every week you can, you know, be intentional about putting something aside and and, uh, giving to the church. Um, But when I really think about the uh, concept of giving... Uh, Paul also talks in uh, Acts, uh, I believe it's Acts 20 verse 15, where he says, um, it is more blessed to give than to receive. Yes, it is. And I don't know about you, but like every time you give, there's this like feeling you just can't explain. You feel good about yourself. (laughs) And it's not about yourself, but you just feel good. You feel good, yeah. Um, There's a 
feeling associated with giving that God is in the reason why God is encouraged us to give more is because he himself it says the Bible says for God so loved the world that he what so um giving is also an expression of love mm-hmm. right you know god loved the world and mm-hmm. he gave his son yes sir and you can't say you love without any anything that you have given oh, yeah. it could be either in money but it's not always money when people think about giving they always think about material things but it's also i think the best thing that you can give to someone is actually your time oh, man. being actually oh, man. uh present when you're t- having conversations with people like you know we're, we're in an age where like you know we're having conversation with someone you're trying to have a, like a real wholesome conversation people are always tempted to t- go on their phone mm. you know check a message and do this like yep. but i think like just giving someone your full attention without being distracted when you're having a conversation with someone mm-hmm. that's like one of the best gifts that you can give obviously you can give resources um but you might be thinking oh i don't have a job or i'm not working or i'm a student i have nothing to give like and um you you can give your time you can volunteer and um you can also do other things like you know giving the you know over here in the western world mm. um we are loaded with stuff like we have so many we have going so many resources it's just crazy people's clothes they have like 12 pairs of shoes but yeah. if you knew that in other parts of the world people some people don't even have a pair of shoes mm. so you can al- always give from what you already have like you mm. give away your clothes um and the idea is just like it is more blessed to give than to receive the more mm. that you give the the more that you you experience what god experiences when mm. he, you know when he gives to us and and i think um to be able to give it starts from a right place you don't want to give just because you know it makes you look good or you want to no. feel good about yourself but i think when you have experienced um being given something by someone that also inspires you to give oh, and yeah. and uh the first thing that we have been given is like we have been given eternal life by God like when Amen. you have really experienced that like mm-hmm. giving also becomes the, the the natural default thing for you to do and i think another thing too when it comes to like other touchy things like giving money and stuff like that mm-hmm. you know people have a hard time putting away with their mind like yeah. oh, this is my hard and money <laughs> it's like i worked hard for this why am i going to give what it away what are you talking about this giving <laughs> thing but i think um giving also starts with realizing that in everything that we have whether it's the time whether it's the clothes whether it's like money in our bank accounts whatever it is we have to really realize that we we are stewards you know amen everything belongs to god <laughs> god is the original owner of everything he is the ceo of everything on this amen. world you know the bible Come talks on. about like god owns everything the bible talks about god created this whole world so by default everything belongs, belongs to him to so him. when we really understand that and we realize that we are stewards god is putting us as managers to be able to you know um distribute those yep. resources as as we see fit and he has given that that us that responsibility then we now realize that like if i'm holding back from giving i'm actually not being a faithful steward mm. and um and we're doing ourselves a disservice and i'm also not experiencing what god experiences when he gives amen man <laughs> come on <laughs> come on you basically said everything right out of my mouth bro like 
think I had something else to that whole other spiel that I got to say, but no. I like, stole your notes. <laughs> you stole my notes, this guy. But no, 100%, you are 100% correct. Like, just touching on that, we are, like, we are stewards. Exactly. Like, we are put on this earth to manage it. Exactly. We're not, we're, like, literally, God gives us that enlightenment. We are just here to, like, he, he, he created it, we are just here to maintain it. Exactly. We, he gives us the ideas to build. He gives exactly. us the ideas to make. Exactly. Those aren't just coming from us. No exactly. idea is an original idea. Exactly. Just because you thought of it first, no, you didn't. Yeah. It yeah. came from somewhere, you exactly. know? Exactly. And I'm happy that you said, like, we're stewards and everything because that leads me into our... <laughs> kind of jumpy about this one, but <laughs> it, leads me into our, it leads me into our last point, yeah. which is, uh, I mean, our last discipline, which is serving. John 13, verses 14 to 15, and it reads, If I then, your Lord, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also ought to wash another's feet. For I give, for I, no, sorry, for I have given you an example that you also should do just as I have done to you, mm-hmm. right? He calls us to wash other people's That's feet, yeah. right? Because why? He washed our feet. Exactly. And we see that and we should take that as an example because when it all comes down to it, he is our main example. We look towards Jesus, Jesus's works yeah. to be our to live our own Christian lives, yeah. and when we do that, we show that we are literally giving thanks for that. Thanks to the fact that He taught yeah. us these things, yeah. and without that, I mean, we would we would li- literally be lost. Yeah. Right? We literally be lost, and with with understanding how how as a Christian you got to be proactive, you got to be active in your own spiritual faith, so one so that you can literally preach to the people. Not necessarily preach to the people, but, but talk, but talk what you understand, talk what yeah. you know, yeah. so that you can maybe, like even as I'm talking right now, maybe someone at home is literally just sitting there and is like, wow, I mean, this person's, I don't know what it is, but this person, this person's speaking life into me right now, yeah. like because of I understand, I've read the works, I've yeah. I've read the Bible, I've done this, yeah. I've done that, what else can I do? Uh-huh. And serving is one of those things you can do as well. Exactly. Right. Exactly. I mean, I don't know if you have anything to say on serving, but I'm pretty sure you do. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of things to say. And uh, you know that text you just referenced, which is the which talks about you know uh, Jesus washed your feet. Mm-hmm. When you really look at the context of that text, it's like you have the scenario: Jesus and his disciples um, they have come to having dinner, and in that culture. Uh, whoever washed the feet was the servant, you know, it was kind of mm. like, uh, mm. you just sit and relax and you uh, they had a, they used to wear sandals and mm. they used to like, you know, they didn't have like yeah, paved roads like we have. And it was all dusty and everything. So it's like, at the end of the day, your feet are dusty. The, like the lower servant in the house would come and wash everyone's feet. Mm. So here they come, um, you know, they're, they're, they're not rich people, Jesus and his disciples, right? Yeah. They're all broke. They're no servants. <laughs> <They're> <laughs> they no servants. So they're sitting there, the 12 of them, they're all looking at each other and like, mm. okay, who's going to do the wish? And everyone's like, I'm not going to do that. Me, wash your feet? Like, no. <laughs> doesn't make sense. Right? And Jesus sees what's happening. And so he comes and he does it, right? Mm-hmm. And he said, if I have done it and I'm the master and I'm greater than you and I'm, I'm teaching you, I'm your rabbi, how... Mm. I have given you an example for you to do to each other. And what that means to me when in the context of service is that like when you're serving, 
service is not all about like you know you do the volunteering you know you put selfies on facebook you know we we did this <laughs> make you it know look good. <laughs> we make it look good yeah that's part of it right but service involves also like doing the things that no one else wants to do exactly and it's not about out there you know people think about services like oh i volunteer for this organization we do this thing at church but service also involves starting in your home right mm-hmm. you know cleaning the toilet <laughs> no one wants to clean the toilet you know things hey, things yeah, like that you know? was, yeah, that's um, for sure. if you have uh elder, elderly uh, grandparents in your house or elderly parents or anyone else who just like might not be able to uh do their own personal care themselves or be able to just like function normally on on their own mm. service involves like you know being able to help those people you know the weaker people for our society that is the old and the younger and sometimes it's it's not all rose it's not the stuff that you want to be you know posting selfies on and sometimes the stuff you're doing is gross mm. and um but that's part of service and yeah, it, it's it's, it's kind of like you know it's it makes us more like Christ when we do those oh, things yeah. right? because he came he came from heaven where you know it, there was no sin there was mm-hmm. no nothing bad to deal with nope. but you know, know. He, he came to service he was washing people's feet he was uh, you know healing people you know and having a little bit of some uh, background in the medical field mm. like when you deal with people who are sick sometimes they're not in the best condition no. in, in terms of like you're dealing with fluids you're dealing with all those stuff and back then it wasn't it was like when you're sick it's like people are casting you away like exactly. as soon as you cough it's like hey, hey. Exactly. <laughs> you know you can't come in here right now exactly. you really can't like no continue go ahead exactly so like when jesus was dealing with the fluids and all that stuff when he was healing people he was like showing us the example of service that like sometimes service is not all rosy and not yeah. all it's like um pretty gruesome yeah <laughs> yeah and and i think that's the idea that like um when god is calling us to service is calling us to have a heart like like god's heart mm. you know mm. when god was willing to deal with things which are not like the most like clean and everything Amen. but to make another person's life better than you know it was before so mm. i i think it's a good discipline to like just nurture in our service like to always have that eye of like what can i do here that can make the life of the people who i'm living be better mm. and um and i i really believe service starts at home in the home oh yeah amen yeah amen 100 yeah. i can tell you right now my father says that to me every single day <laughs> even till now <laughs> service starts at, at home, home right because there's right. no other place you'll be you'll know how to make your bed clean exactly. the dishes exactly. clean your shoes take a bath exactly. wash your own clothes right exactly. those little things they really do matter and they say a lot about who you are when you come out of the, when you leave the house and you exactly. come out into the world because what you because what, what is it um i believe it's uh i forget what text it is is like teaching teach your children like bring your children up in the yeah. word so that yeah. when they leave they'll be able to come back exactly. um, i'm prayer i'm paraphrasing yeah. <laughs> yeah. right yeah so you literally just think about all those things and it's just like okay no i gotta i gotta when i serve i gotta do my due due diligence to understand what am i serving for how can i make these spiritual disciplines work for me just by first praying Uh right just taking this take taking the time to right before i wake up kneel right by right by my Uh bed And just say a word of prayer. It doesn't have to be anything crazy or anything yeah. like that. Short, simple, straight to the point. Dear yeah. God, thank you for waking me up this morning. Thank you yeah. for giving me breath. Yeah. Let me help me go about my day. 
that's it. Exactly. And that, that's, I'd say that's how you can start. Do exactly. you have anything else that, do you have anything that you would say to that? Yeah. I would even say that like, uh, uh, when you think about nurturing, uh, you know, we also, when you ask me what, how I define them, I define them as habits. Mm-hmm. And when you think about nurturing a habit, you have to be uh, intentional about it, right? When mm-hmm. you want to, um, whatever habit you can think of, I think when I think about habits, I actually design them into my lifestyle. So mm. for me, it's like when I think about meditation, I actually schedule it into my calendar. That's wow. like, hey, at this point on Monday, that's when I have my devotional. Mm. That's when I spend some time thinking about, you know, meditating upon the word of God. When you think about, you know, giving, you have, you know, put some a little bit of some intentionality to it. Like, you know, have a budget and within that budget, like, okay, have a percentage that is like, that okay, wanna, this yeah. percentage is to giving. And, mm. um, also, when I'm planning my time, I take a look at my time, like, okay, how much time am I actually spending giving to others as compared to just, like, my own things? Um, when it comes to uh, being um, uh, giving thanks, you know, uh, you can uh, practice this thing. There's something called the five-minute journal mm. where it's very simple. You wake up in the morning. It's a small little, it's a journal. You can. You don't even need to buy the journal. You can even make it yourself. Make like, yourself, yeah. ask you three questions about like, um, what, what, uh, what thing, three things are you grateful for? You mm-hmm. mentioned that earlier on. Yeah. And then you also ask you that like, what, what, would, what would make today great? What mm-hmm. three things would make today great? Mm-hmm. And then at the end of the day, you go through the same exercise where you reflect, reflect upon how your day went and you look at like what, three things went great today mm. and what could have made the day even better, better so yeah. you kind of design it into a life so that you want a life so positive thinking of being grateful of giving thanks and then uh, we talked about also like service like mm-hmm. you also want to be able to design your life to look at take a look at your calendar and be like okay am i giving because it's not going to happen by default like no. am, am i spending like, some time in yeah. service right mm-hmm. am i like uh, when i schedule out my week how much time have I have I put to serving Allocated, other people? Yeah. Like, am I so busy with just like school and work that I have no time for like you know giving my time to other people? So, I I think being intentional about it. Like, if you have a calendar, schedule it into a calendar. Mm-hmm. Like, think about it. Be intentional about yes, designing organization. it into, into yes. your lifestyle. Yeah. 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 No, hundred percent. Be be organized. Be be prevalent. Be be in it. Exactly. I forget the. I, there's a word that I want to use, but it's not coming up to my mind right now. Exactly. But um, just be, just be, just be cautious, cautious about what it is, what your intention is when you're going into this, and especially when it goes into this, those spiritual disciplines when we talk about meditation, giving thanks, um, prayer, uh, giving, and service. All those. Those are just literally the tip of the iceberg. Yeah, there are exactly. way more other disciplines that we could have talked about today. Um, but um, from going forward from this, I'd just like to say that thank you for coming onto the show, uh, no brother problem. brother Thomas, and and for all the for all our viewers listening at home, uh, just take the time to take the time to actually allocate some time out in your day to meditate, to give thanks, to exactly. pray, to uh, to give, and also to serve. For all those things are just the just the beginning just the beginning steps for you to change your one to upgrade your own life Thank and you. also to be of a clear clear set mind and uh 
that's literally all that i that's literally all i can say really <laughs> so i just want to say thank you guys for tuning in to i testify conversation station i want to thank again my brother thomas uh for joining us my today pleasure. and it was great having you and we we're hopefully gonna have you for more episodes because this was amazing sure, i mean we just sure. touched the tip of the iceberg <laughs> when we come into the when we come into talking about uh what's called the spiritual disciplines but um just want to just want to say thank you for that and uh this has been i testify conversation station and uh don't forget to tune into our next uh to our next videos don't forget to like comment and subscribe <laughs>